Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, uh, you can see I'm standing. Yeah, it's a standing I'm ovation. Stand up as well. <laughs> we Again. are rising as one on the sports show for a guy who announced his retirement this oh. week, the great Matty Simon, a.k.a. the GOAT. Uh, Matty, good morning, mate, and congratulations on your stellar career and also announcing the retirement this week. Yeah, good morning, boys. Thanks for having me on, and, uh, you know, thanks for the standing ovation as well. I know, yep. you, I know you can't see that we actually got up, but we, all three of us got up and stood, mate. I don't know we why. don't do that often, mate. I, don't know why, I know I don't do that often. Matty, what a great <laughs> career you had, mate. Uh, talk us through from the debut uh, up until last season. Obviously, it was a, a great year for the Mariners, but a tough year for you with injuries, etc. Yeah, of course. Look, obviously, coming into the club at 19, um, you know, and, and then realising a dream to be able to play professional football and, and for it to last, you know, to nearly 37 and, you know, probably given me more than I could ever have imagined and as you say last year was you know very disappointing with the with the injury but you know it was quite serious and uh you know I was still feeling the effects of it now so um ultimately uh you know I couldn't get my body back to where it needed to be to give 100% to the team so you know it was the right decision to to retire for everyone. Matty, Moose Rebillion here when you when you were found as a 19 year old I'm guessing Laurie would have been in charge back then how did he find you? Yeah, Laurie was the, was the gaffer back then. We actually played a trial game against the Mariners in a pre-season. Uh, I did okay in that game, actually penalty um, against the boys. And then Laurie called me up the next day and, and was taking the mickey out of me about missing the penalty, but then asked me to come and train with the boys. So, um, yeah, I got my opportunity and, and uh, yeah, sort of never looked back. Yeah, Matty, so we're talking back around 2005 when the Mariners uh, first launched. So, and I remember I was at that very first, I think uh, we were at Westfield Tuggera for an entire week trying to introduce the team to the local community. But there was a real pathway all of a sudden. And Damian Brown's the first player signed, Andrew Clark is signed. Suddenly for a local, you saw a genuine pathway to the top. So you would have been relishing the opportunity to wear the shirt. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, Brad Porter, you know, a local boy playing for the club. I think those early early stages, there was uh, about six or seven players that were, were local boys. So, um, you know, in previous years, before before the Mariners existed, the, the only pathway was sort of, you know, had to go to Sydney um, and do all that sort of travel. But, you know, to have a national team competition, you know, in, in sorry, having a team in the national competition on the coast was just, you know, amazing for, for the local you know, boys and girls now, and um, it really does show a pathway that, you know, if you, if you stick it out and work hard, you can you can make it to the top. Matty, I want to go back to the point you made earlier about the fact that you missed the penalty and he gave you a call. <laughs> so it was probably the greatest miss you've ever had in your life because it's gone on to be a 17-year career. Like, how often does that happen? Yeah, look, I think, um, you know, I think that just shows shows the man that Laurie is. I think he obviously would have known that how disappointed I would have been in, in uh, missing that penalty. But, you know, straight away, the first thing he said to me when he when he called me up was, oh, you know, I hope you're not crying about that penalty. And he was taking the mickey out of me. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, 
as you say, it was probably the best penalty I've ever missed, but um, luckily enough, I did okay um, for the rest of the game. Matty, we've got to talk about your highlights, and some of them are with another club. They're with Sydney FC, but you win everything in your career. Can you share a few memories this morning of what's really special for you in the uh, trophy cabinet? Yeah, look, probably the biggest thing for me is the the baggy green cap that I've I've got for playing for the country. Um, You know, I think that's the highest honour for myself to be able to play a couple of times for Australia. Um, Going to the 2008 Beijing Olympics, uh, was special, especially you know it's a, an, you have to be under 23 to be eligible for the, for the tournament. Um, you know every time I've won anything with the Mariners in front of family and friends, scoring goals um, has always been nice. But yeah, of course the you know Sydney FC, my time there was special, and we did we had an amazing squad. I think we hold, still hold a lot of records from that year, and uh, you know winning a double. I think when you set a goal out as a group at the start of the year, and and for that to come true and and to, you know, enjoy everything that comes with winning a championship, um, you know, that was a great time. Uh, Matty, you, uh, part of your game was always the physicality. And uh, <laughs> is that because of the red hair or is it just because it was just instinct? <laughs> I, mean, I know what those yeah, rangers are uh, like, mate, seriously. Yeah, a bit no, fiery. I think it's a bit of the ranger, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's even darker when it's wet. So, yeah, if I wet the hair, it's, it's not worse. Yeah, I tell you, one of the funniest moments was last year when he wasn't even playing in the derby. <laughs> yeah, and right. I think Pena gets red carded. <laughs> Suddenly there's Matt Simon in the tunnel. Yeah, like, the welcome oh, committee. I want to know, mate, uh, have you got some skills in that area? Because you really were the guy that, what did you say earlier? The serial pest? Oh, he was a pe- like, If he's on your side, you love it. But if he's on the opposition, <laughs> my goodness, he's a pain in the you-know-what. And uh, that's, that was part of the game. And I guess, Matty, that was something you did in relation to trying to stir up the opposition, trying to get them off their game. Yeah, look, over the years, I've never really just looked at it like, uh, you know, I'm going out there to, you know, antagonise anyone. It was just purely part, part of the game where I just wanted to give all, to, you know, for my teammates and for myself. I just, you know, once we're out on that field, it's just absolute war. You know, there's... There's livelihoods at stake and, you know, it's a business at the end of the day when you play professionally. So, you know, I always never wanted to leave anything out on the field and, and pretty much do anything to win. So, yeah, the the funny thing with Pena was, you know, obviously having a neck injury, but my mum actually texted me in the morning saying, I can't believe you played your first game back and you didn't tell me. <laughs> you actually thought I played the game. <laughs> Hey, Matty, uh, the guys alongside me, so Moose Rebilliard's probably played a 1,000 games, but, you know, close to 500 professionally. Michael played almost 300 in the NRL, and they'll tell you the things they miss, uh, their teammates, and being in that locker room. How about for you? Who are some of the people you're going to miss the most now that it's all over? And who are some of the coaches? I'm sure you've got such a great relationship with Arnie. You even mentioned him yesterday when I was at training. So talk about some of the people you're really going to miss now that you're out of that environment. Yeah, look, um, I'm obviously going to miss the change room. I think that's the biggest part of, you know, in a pro- professional sport is the camaraderie that you that you have in the change room and, and the relationships that you build over years. Um, you know, lucky enough that you're going to be able to continue those friendships, the ones that you build over a long period of time. And, Laurie, Laurie means so much to me because he gave me my first opportunity and, and always supported me, you know, throughout my whole career. And obviously Arnie, you know, probably was the biggest influence in my career, um, you know, for everything that he'd done for me. And, you know, he'll be at the game today and um, and also Monty as well. You know, I was lucky enough to play with Monty and then I've been able to see him work now as a manager. And, 
you know, he's going to go and do really big things in his in his coaching career because, you know, I've seen how hard he works and that's what it takes. So, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to miss a lot about a, a lot about the game, but in saying that as well, I'm going to enjoy all the all the perks that comes along with retirement and, and get to spend some more time with the family. Matty, uh, as you move out of the playing ranks, often good players are tapped on the shoulder to, to get into the coaching ranks. Are there any any plans in that area? And, and if there were, what would you take from some of those great coaches that you've had? What's some of the uh, the points of emphasis you'd bring into a coaching rank? Yeah, look, for the immediate future, I've, I've been lucky enough to be able to just move on to Monty's staff, um, just part of the part of his backroom staff and, and looking after the players' well-being and, and doing some stuff with the strikers. Uh, there's a few other things that are, that are happening in the background with the club that I'm going to be involved in. But, um, you know, the biggest thing that I've I've learnt probably over my career is, uh, you know, the mental, how, how important the mental side of the game is. So, you know, as a, as a coach, you know, I think it's so important to be able to realise that every single athlete is, is different um, and they need, you know, they've got different needs. So the, the biggest thing that I would take is, you know, how you treat everybody and, um, you know, who needs what and when. So, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing that, you know, I, I would take from that. It's amazing how quickly it goes. Uh, like, I still remember Matty's debut night mm. c- coming on you know, 17 years ago. Can, can you believe that? And now it's over. You mentioned, can you share this story with Matty while he's on the air? Oh, so- yeah, Matty. My, my son, uh, he's played with the Mariners since he was nine. He's been up the, the Jets for the last couple of years. But he plays FIFA 23 and FIFA 22, 21, you name it. He plays all of them. But he names his teams Matt Simon's Men. And uh, he, uh, didn't you say Matt Simon's Maulers? Maulers or something like that. <laughs> Must have been Maulers. But he uh, he's a big Matt Simon fan. He calls you the goat, and uh, he'll be uh, probably tuning in right now and uh, listening. But uh, you've certainly had a, a massive impact, not only on him, mate, but also um, on a lot of the young players uh, in the game. And I dare say that you know the fact that Monty has brought in a lot of these young guys uh, in the last couple of years, they've probably had the opportunity to play with someone that they actually looked up to uh, when they were younger themselves. So, you know, I don't know whether you realise that or understand the impact that you've had as a player. Yeah, mate, it's obviously, you know, it's very humbling to, to hear things like that. Um, you know, it's I think it's so important to just try and be a role model. Um, at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're trying to represent yourself and, and represent your region and and the club that you play for. Um, you know, I don't think anyone sets out to, you know, think about you know, uh, you know, putting putting those. How do I say it? I'm not sure, but you know, as I say, I'm I'm just humbled that people talk about me like that. I've never really thought about myself that way, but um, you know, it's it's great to be able to work with the young kids and sort of just try and show them, um, you know, the culture of the club and and the mentality that it sort of needs to you need to have to sort of have a long career. So, yeah, um, mate, it's. Yeah, it's kind of weird that um, you know, you're in a PlayStation game, but it's funny because I never pick myself because I'm too slow on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, if you looked around the dressing room, boys, Moose Rebilliard, Michael Butner, and you saw Matty Simon sitting there, you know you've got a guy that's going to give you absolutely everything that he possibly can to get the win. Just a ferocious competitor, no doubt about it. Simo, I've got one final question, and it involves a signing this week. Now, I was racking my brains about the assembly line at the Mariners, some of the superstars that have gone overseas, but 
I can't think of a better story than an 18-year-old being signed by Premier League giants, Newcastle mm. United. So, Garain Qual, he'll head over there in January and he'll probably, well, he will go straight out on loan and it may be somewhere in Portugal, but what an amazing talent. He's already a socceroo. What a story this is. Yeah, look, it's absolutely amazing. I think it just shows and highlights the... You know how wonderful football could be. I think you know Monty. Monty uh, obviously, uh, Alo was here first, and he actually said, "Look, my younger brother's better than me." Um, and two years ago, you know, he's playing in Shepparton down in Melbourne, and, and Monty brought him up to the coast, and uh, you know, quickly realised you know what a special talent he is, and and now he's uh, you know he's earned himself a, a huge contract over overseas with a big club and um, you know at the moment it's, it's an opportunity for him so that's what it is at the moment and he needs to you know keep his head down and keep working hard and and grab that opportunity with both hands so as you say he's most likely to go out on loan first and you know now it's up to him to as I say take that opportunity and and make good things of it yeah well the countdown to kickoff is on F3 Derby later on this afternoon we're rising as one again well yeah. I am yeah yeah yeah. No, up, we boys. all are we all are we all are up, 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 up you go Buttes right, I've, oh. I've done a lot of squats this morning the, my legs are sort of, the greatest oh. mariner of all time Matty Simon congratulations mate well played nah, thanks boys thanks for having me